I can't believe it's Saturday already. So, day four of the vlog, we're working on Simple Calendar again. Um, today, not quite sure what I want to do. Um, I think it would make sense. So we've got our spec added to the, the gem. We've made some progress. Um, I want to review these last three pull requests that we've got um, because I think that they actually are features I'd like to do before we refactor the gem, but maybe not. We'll take a look and see what we've got. So let's let's dive in. This first one, uh, update weekcalendar.rb, adding this so we can set the number of days using the week calendar method. Um, okay, I'm curious where we were heading with this. Um, interesting, we were talking about a work week calendar, which would be like a Monday through Friday work week instead of um, Sunday through a Saturday or Monday through Sunday, uh, depending on where you are in the world. So, um, I think that would be really cool. I also think, um, it's not a feature that we actually like have to add necessarily. This actually makes perfect sense for, um, our refactoring. So what I want to do and maybe we can just talk about that uh, today and talk about goals here. So this calendar uh, class in our gem is the bread and butter of everything that we have. It is the thing that takes the date, renders the calendar, it does everything. And it's the one also with the time zones, it knows the events, it knows all of the um, configurations that we want. So if we're displaying a week-long calendar, that's going to be different than like a month-long calendar. So a month calendar will be a lot different there. And um, I actually want the raw calendar to be this flexible thing that you can set the range of dates that you want to display. And then that way you could configure it to be a week, a work week, a four-day like mini calendar thing, uh, like a single day, a month, maybe you want to do a six month calendar. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so I want this calendar to be really flexible so that people can override that. But what I realized and discovered was that these options, I wanted to make it like really easy to use, but that's actually pretty complicated. If you're trying to make a calendar that can do all these things, that's a lot of work. So what we need to do actually is refactor this so that, um, number one, making changes to these options is a lot, uh, a lot easier. This is really complicated. So we don't want to have you like write these 10, 15 line methods. Like it's not, it's not good. Um, so then two, we want to be able to, um, we want to be able to like just tell you like use your regular Ruby code, like create a class, inherit from the calendar, and then use that and make your own view helper, I think, because that is going to save a lot of trouble. Um, and we may actually want to skip these, uh, these view helper methods. I'm not sure. We could just instantiate a new calendar in the view and then render it out. So that might be simpler than having to deal with these view helpers. Because um, all they actually do, if we look at the code here, is uh, they require you to have a block and they render the calendar. So there's nothing magical to it. Um, 
And yeah, I think it makes sense to maybe kill these off because they're not that helpful. We can have maybe view helpers or something in the readme or a video or something explaining like if you want to simplify this in your views, you can go create these helpers, but it's not really saving anyone time um, to do this. So I like the idea of taking this and extracting it away into classes that you can customize in your application. We'll just give you advice on like, where should you put the calendars class files inside your Rails app and how should you do that? So we could talk a lot about all of these different ways of doing this, but I think the best way to do it is to start writing the code we ideally want and then working backwards. So we can write some code that we think we want in some specs, we can work backwards into writing past, uh, code that passes those specs, those tests, and then we can move that and put it in the readme and document how it works. This is basically test-driven development. You write your tests, you make the code to pass the test, and then you refactor it um, if need be. You almost always want to refactor it. Um, so we're going to take a look at doing that and thinking about the ideal uh, scenario for how to write um, calendars and custom calendars in your application. I think as the author of the Simple Calendar Gem, we want to provide you at least the month calendar, the week calendar, um, and then like maybe a flexible length calendar. Maybe we'll have an option for that. Um, but all of the rest of these, I think like the work week calendar and any of these like more custom ones, um, I want to make it so that you can easily make the calendar file in your Rails application and then take that and then use um, the overrided method names to go and create that. So we are going to have to do a lot of well-documented uh, method names, lots of very, very clean classes um, so that you know exactly what to override to achieve that work week calendar um, for that. So we'll probably need something like, uh, you know, the link to the next iteration of the calendar. If it's a work week calendar, you might just want Monday through Friday so that the next link starts and gives you the date for the next Monday. So that's stuff you have to customize and do all of, uh, those things with. And we're going to leave that up to you as the author of the calendar. Um, and we're going to let you customize that. So let's dive into just making our first spec for the month calendar. And I think I'm going to leave it there today. So let's, let's do that. So I'm in the master branch. And actually, this is a, a thing where we should start by talking about branches. I think we want to do um, a new branch. So we can say git checkout-b 2.0, and this will create the new branch for simple calendar version 2.0. Um, I think this is wise for us to go and, and just make a whole new version of it. It won't maybe be that, uh, that incompatible with stuff before, but it will be incompatible enough. I think it's good to just kind of like uh, rethink it all. So maybe it should be named 1.2. Um, I'm not sure. I think 2.0 is fine. It really doesn't make a huge difference. Um, so yeah, let's go from here. Um, uh, because we're going to plan on changing all the method names, I think we definitely wanted to use 2.0 rather than like 1.2. It's not, 
going to be small improvements over the method names that we're using before. I think it's going to be a major changes because I really want to rethink this gem uh, from scratch. So let's go with 2.0 and call it a day. Um, so here, let's just maybe start with the readme. There's We just need to be starting with something where we can think about this new version from a holistic perspective. So I'm going to, we're not going to release this for a while. So let's do GitHub exit three simple calendar as an option on the gem installation line. So if you check out this branch on GitHub, you'll see the instructions for this version um, and using it from the master branch or the 2.0 branch, I believe, I mean. So we need to actually, I think it's ref um, and maybe you could also say branch here. Um, branch is probably what we want. Uh, so this will use it from GitHub and then you can specify the branch to check out when Bundler installs a gem. So yes, that should work. We'll test it out in an application um, and we may need to generate a Rails application inside of our spec directory so that we can use that and test against that. And that is something that seems a little overkill, but it's not really a bad idea. Uh, Devise does this and you can see, I believe in their, their test directory, somewhere there was, um, yeah, Rails app. And this is a whole Rails app that is used in order to test Devise. So they use it to um, set up the users and active record user and all of that and just make sure that um, it's working as necessary. So it's actually like a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, and it's not a bad thing to test your gem against that. We may not need to go that far, but we'll see. Um, so yeah. Once we get into the usage section, you can see we have examples of how to use a month calendar. And this is like the most basic, this is what I was shooting for, which is great and a lot of people are happy with that, but um, it's not as flexible as being able to customize your own calendar. And a lot of people want to build calendars that are very, very unique. Um, so this approach was great for simple things, but we also want to add this new ability to make your own calendars in a lot more flexible manner. So let's dive into that. Um, I think the best place to start is our specs. So we have this first spec for the version number and that's good. Um, we make sure the gem is functioning, which is important, very important. And I think here we need to start writing a calendar spec. And it probably makes the most sense to start from the month calendar because it's the, the traditional thing when you think of adding a calendar into your application. Usually you think of displaying the whole month um, like Google Calendar would or Apple Calendar or anything like that. So let's make a spec for that calendar. If we make a directory called spec calendars, here we can write our month calendar spec. And popping back into Vim, you can see the calendars folders here now, but it's empty and let's just create, so let's copy this and let's just create a spec calendars month calendar spec.rb. And here we can get the spec helper. And this time we're gonna describe simple calendar month calendar. 
This is already something we defined, but we're just going to start writing um, the specs that we want to have. Um, so yeah, let's see. We want to test that it renders a full calendar month. So that basically needs to test um, that this should test that it starts and shows the day, first day of the month and the last day of the month. And it might also need to make sure that um, maybe there's an option for it, maybe not. Um, it maybe needs to, because I like um, square calendars, I don't like the ones that don't show the, so if the first day of the month is on a Thursday, most calendars, like Google Calendar especially, show the the days from Wednesday through Sunday um, at the beginning of the week from the last month. So we actually want to jump to the beginning of the week. Um, and we want to make a spec so that we can make sure that that happens and gets rendered out. Um, so it, it needs to um, render the days... Uh, of past and previous month or next and previous months um, on the edges of the calendar we may need we may come back to this tomorrow and uh, have a much better way of putting that um, and that's maybe it so what we really just need is for a month calendar, it just needs to display the whole calendar month. Um, it needs to have that many days. Maybe we need to talk about the weeks are broken up accordingly. Um, that might be something. It renders maybe four weeks at a time or something. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not sure. Um, so maybe if we go to the calendar and take a look at this and see what, like, you know, here's the Apple calendar and it shows the 31st of May and it all, it shows actually all the way up to the 11th of, uh, July, which normally you wouldn't see this empty row because there's no dates in there for that month, which is really interesting. So I guess let's play with this a little bit and see what we find. Um, this isn't really... So this is one where it shows like five, six weeks of the calendar because May is two days in that one week and then one day in the very last one. So it's maybe one of those exceptions where it goes six weeks long. Um, so maybe we need to include something like that um, in our tests. Maybe we don't. I, I like don't really think it's necessary so long as we have a test somewhere that says like for the regular calendar, it splits at the end of weeks. Um, and that would be a test for simple calendars like main calendar overarching um, class. So this month calendar is going to inherit from that. And we want this to define that for a month calendar, the dates are going to be um, this range and then it will split at certain periods. So maybe that's what we need to start with. So we can do a couple of these tests, but it clearly walks us in the direction of like, well, what does a, a generic calendar do? So let's, let's do that. Let's go into spec, but this time let's do calendar spec.rb. Um, 
we can require spec helper. And this time we'll describe the calendar. So it has a range of dates. So it, it knows the range of dates that it needs to display. Um, and then it can split the range of dates into chunks. So maybe that's, that's sort of weeks. Maybe weeks is a better way um, of describing that. Um, what else does a calendar have? It has a title. It has a next view link. It has a previous view link. Um, and maybe that's, let's leave it at that for today. Um, we've started our tests. We'll pick them up tomorrow. Maybe we'll think of some stuff in the meantime. Um, but this is a good start. We can run our spec and see where we're at. All of these should fail. Um, uninitialized constant simple calendar calendar. We need to require simple calendar slash calendar. Let's see if that improves things. Undefined method delegate for simple calendar class. Um, and so we'll need to improve the way that we do these requires. But sometimes it's good just to have this uh, as simple as this is so that you know in each of your specs what's required. This require rails actually should belong inside of the, uh, uh, inside of not the tests, but inside of the um, other files. So like the calendar.rb should be the one that requires require rails here. So if we do this and we remove it from the specs, this is going to make the test pass again, uh, test run again. So if we do run rake and our spec runs, um, we see that that works. Again, the tests actually get through. We have seven pending tests. And this time we're only requiring the files that are necessary to be tested. So um, that is step one. Um, let's add these to a commit and just say, um, start writing tests for version 2.0. And let's push that up to origin 2.0 branch and that should be that. So now we have a 2.0 branch on GitHub. It's already displayed here, uh, which is awesome. GitHub is amazing. And here we go. So this is our first iteration on the 2.0 branch. Tomorrow we'll pick up where we left off. Maybe we'll make some test pass. Maybe we delete all of the code in the calendar and start from scratch and kind of um, rethink it all from the very uh, top down, which I think is probably a good idea so we can achieve the stuff that we want. Um, and we can all talk through it and work through it as we go along. So um, that is it for today, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.